0: What's up friends, I'm your host Amanda Smith and welcome to the Girl Gang Podcast, the show where I chat with inspiring women about business, life's challenges, and building communities because we all need it. If you need a girl gang, this podcast is for you. All right, guys, welcome to the Girl Gang Podcast. We have Miss Katie Lane, owner of Lane Love Paper Co. today. Welcome to the podcast, Katie. How are you?
1: I'm good. Thank you for having me.
0: So excited. Um, And we love it when we have a local DFW gal on the show. So you are in DFW and your shop is located in
1: Plano, right? Yes. We are off West so Park and Midway. So kind of right by Willowbin Mall.
0: Love it. That's so awesome.
1: And we have lots of
0: North Dallas uh, people in our dallas Grovin community and beyond. Um, but so excited to have you today. We're talking about creativity, um, design, business, developing your business, going from side hustle to full-time business. But tell us what is your, your backstory and how did this all get started? How do you get to run your own company?
1: Yeah. So I actually went to school for graphic design, um, at Texas women's university and I, um, got married and I had my first baby and then it was, you know, time for me to kind of go back to work and we needed that second income happening. So, I got offered a job, went and interviewed, got offered a job. And then I went home and looked at my baby and I was like, I'm not ready (laughs) for this yet. (laughs) I don't want to leave her. Like it was so hard. So I was like, okay, what can I do where I can, you know, get to stay home for a little bit longer with my baby, but still make an income. So I, um, started like cleaning houses part-time for one of my friends she had like house cleaning business and then I started an Etsy shop at the same time Um, and it was kind of just all over the place like I had digital downloads for you know banners that you can use at a birthday party and um, like cake toppers and just random stuff And I only had one like wedding invitation on there at the time because some friends asked me to design their invitations. And so I was like, okay, so I'm just going to put this up there and see like, you know, if anyone likes it or whatever. And um, that one invitation that I had kind of sold more than anything else. So then I was like, okay, well, maybe I have something here. Maybe I need to kind of focus more on invitations, And so I kind of did that on Etsy, um, for probably about a year or so, um, kind of switched over to just doing invitations. Cause I, you know, that's what I was selling the most of and yeah, that's kind of how it all started. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, and you know, we get started and then we, you never know, like what is going to catch on, you know, and then you see, Oh, wow. Like, like you said, that one product, you're like, this is everything that, you know, they only want this almost. And then you just kind of run with it. Right.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exciting.
0: Um, well, how did you get to, what was your process in deciding to uh, open a storefront? You know, like that's everybody loves right now, at least running an online business. And you've had the storefront for how long now?
1: Um, we took over, basically I bought out another invitation company that was in this location, um, awesome. last year. So we had our grand opening in July of last year. Um, awesome. so it's been a little bit over a year since we've been here as a storefront.
0: Yeah. What yeah. was your process in deciding to buy out this other company and, and take over their store?
1: So, I mean, at this point in my business, like I kind of you know, started on Etsy, but it got kind of oversaturated with people doing the same kind of things that I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I think when I started on Etsy, there weren't as many people doing like invitations and all that. So it was awesome sure. at first, but then I was like, okay, I think I need to switch my focus and, you know, kind of hone in on the wedding industry, like in my local market so that I can kind of, make sure that my business is developing where I want it to go for the future. Exactly. So, um, that's what I did. I started doing, you know, different networking events and all of that to kind of meet people in the industry. And then kind of had, I had already developed myself like in the wedding market in the DFW market. And then, um, how I met, the lady that had the storefront uh was actually through like my paper rep at Clampet paper um uh-huh. she just kind of connected us she told me about the lady that owned the store and how she was going to retire and looking for someone to like take over for her mm-hmm. and i was like that that's me i'm <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know that's exactly what i'm doing i'm already doing invitations like in this industry like so i know exactly what she's doing and what she, you know, who she needs to take over her business yes. it was like kind of just the perfect tear sure. up for us. And then, so, um, so yeah, I kind of just bought her out and we redid the whole storefront and made it our own and did all of our awesome. own branding for it. And yeah, that was it.
0: Awesome. Well, that's super exciting. I know one, I have always thought about having some kind of storefront one day, have no idea yeah. what it would be, but yeah. I just love the idea of having my own store of some kind.
1: Um, I know. Well, that's how I've always felt too. Like I was always like, yeah, it was always a goal in the back of my mind to like have my own store. Like you know, even shop, when you're like yeah. a little girl, you're like, oh yeah. my God, that'd be so cool to like have my great. own Sure. And yeah. like, I never thought I would actually do it, you know, at sure. 30 years old, but I did. So it's awesome. We go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, we're going to talk a little bit about how, you know, you started this as a side thing. You didn't want to go back mm-hmm. to a regular job, wanted to be home with baby. A lot of people relate to that. Nobody. Yeah. I mean, not nobody, but a lot of people wouldn't want to go back after you've been home for, you know, X amount of months and yeah. you'd rather earn money from home. And so yeah. you made that transition from this was a side hustle and now this is like a full-time thing for you, but you're still able to like be a mom and be home and things like that. Um, So you have these things that you have have shared with us in developing your style your relationships your business and your growth. So mm-hmm. why don't you take us through those things because in the creative entrepreneur world, you know, we can look at it and kind of like you said with Etsy, you know, we can look at things and see, well, I feel like it's saturated. And it might be, but my philosophy is definitely there is room for everybody at the table. You can do what sally sue is doing too but you are not her she can't copy your personality your heart your purpose so let's start with developing your
1: style okay um so kind of when i first started my business i you know didn't really have a set style in mind like i hadn't developed my own style you know you see people like Allie K who's you know she has such a pinpoint focus on like her style like anyone that sees her stuff like you know that's Allie K Yep. um and like that's where I wanted to be I was like that's the end goal right like I need to figure out what my thing is so that I can be known for that and so basically when I first started out I kind of just said yes to everything. Like I let Mm -hmm. my clients who would, you know, want to work with me kind of, they decided what products they were going to get at the time. Like you say yes to everything at that point. Figure it out later. Yeah. (laughs) Like figure out, okay, did I like this? Like, is this something that I want to be known for? And so, you know, I have those Points in my business where you know I look back on some of the stuff I did in the beginning, and I'm like, oh my gosh! I hope no one ever sees. <laughs> Let's archive all of those posts yes. from years ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's actually what I tell people to do. I'm like, once you figure out what you actually love to do, and like the style that you is you and that you want to develop, like go scroll back in the beginning of your Instagram and delete all the things that you don't really love to do that way people don't you know anyone could see those and be like oh i want that make this for me but if it's not something that i feel like is you know speaks to my business now at this time and like right my style then i don't really want people to come to me for those things anymore so i had to go back you know and delete sure Old Instagram with you yeah. know those chalkboard designs that
0: I started. Yeah, it used to be so popular. I well, and that's know. the thing too about design and being in a creative industry is trends change, and we do yeah. a lot of us tend to follow trends. I mean, yeah. whether we want to admit it or not, you know. So those those things kind of phase out, and you know, I think yeah. sometimes it's fun to be able to look back and and. Be like, wow, look at how far I've come or how much better my craft I've gotten and things like that. yeah but yes, as from a you know I always teach people in coaching your Instagram is your storefront essentially yeah. online before mm-hmm. they even get to your website. So if there's yep. stuff on there that you know they could possibly see, just archive that post if that's something not yeah. something you're doing anymore or that's not mm-hmm. your style anymore or things like that. so love it.
1: yeah um so and even that could be you know as you're saying people follow the trends like even that is a good place to start like if you're starting a business like you know start with something that's kind of more trendy and that can also help you kind of figure out your own style like if it's something that you really love to do then you can focus on that or if there's something else that you find later on that you love to do you can focus on that instead you know like your business can be evolving and you know your style will evolve over time but I think just finding like the foundation of you know the your general aesthetic is important you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like ours is refined and polished and classic romantic and so with everything that I do even if it's you know, leaning more towards the trend right now, obviously is like everything is on acrylic, but I'm still able to put my, you know, personal aesthetic on it. Mm-hmm.
0: You For know? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, your second point was you, when we're thinking about going from side hustle into really building a business is mm-hmm. developing your relationships.
1: Yeah. So I feel like Basically, how I went from Etsy and, you know, doing all of that to kind of getting my foot in the door on a more personal level with the vendors in my community um, is I started going to networking events and like advertising locally in different magazines. And um, when you're doing that, you'll kind of meet people and, um, like we would get asked to do style shoots and that's been a really, you know, awesome thing for my business in the beginning was doing style shoots. Um, I don't know if everyone knows what style shoots are because for me, I'm like, that's just a normal thing, but maybe not everyone else. (laughs)
0: Yeah. And and if if those of you who are listening who are like not in the wedding industry or creative industry, a styled photo shoot is basically where lots of different business owners and vendors get together to create one photo shoot experience to display Mm -hmm. everybody's different types of work. So for example, sometimes you might do like a mock wedding and there's a model or a couple of models, you know, modeling a bride and a groom. And then you have All these vendors involved in a photo shoot. Well, a lot of people take those photo shoots and submit them for publication to large blogs or websites or magazines. And then that is how that's like how vendors out in this industry get seen. They network, Mm -hmm. they get recognized, you hear about each other. And so I tell friends if they're getting married or if they're hosting events or if they're doing whatever start following people in the wedding industry in the creative industry in the events industry because they're constantly doing styled shoots and then one styled shoot could have 20 plus vendors or 15 mm-hmm. plus vendors and then you yeah. it's just this like networking experience
1: yeah exactly so i mean that's kind of how i got Started was just doing those and because you get to meet so many different people like in your industry and then it's really about kind of building like genuine relationships with those people 100% and um, it's, it's important to like build those relationships on a genuine level and not like with the focus of you know, I'm just doing this to better my business. Cause you can spot or those what people can you do out for me
0: mentality. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You can spot those people out. Like as soon as they walk in the door, like, so it's just always been really important to me to really just kind of have, you know, build friendships with these people, like on a genuine basis. And I'm, you know, I think it's really cool to think back to that first styled shoot that I got asked to do. And mm-hmm. I'm still friends with all of those girls that were all different vendors. And like they were with me since I started. And like they were all in the beginnings of their business. And we've all gone on to do like. I'm so curious
0: to hear who bigger, all these people are. I feel like I probably know some.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you probably do. I <laughs> we'll to talk
0: about it. I love it. Yeah. Relationships are so important. I mean, i would I would bet to I would venture to say, I would not be where I am if I had not known my purpose, yeah, and then networked with intention and intentionality, I should say, to really build relationships with people
1: mm-hmm.
0: because you're right. when when someone walks through the proverbial door and they're just looking for what's in it for them, Yeah. everybody else can sense that. And so if we are really like, you know, you see someone, um, and this is super event centric and event focused, but if you see someone like start a new balloon company, you know,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I would, as a business owner, seeing someone else start a business, I'm like, I know what it's like to start a business from scratch. And I want to, be there for them and say, look, you're doing a great job. Your work is awesome. You should know these people. I'm going to connect you with these people. And like, maybe we can work together one day, whatever. Genuinely do those things from your heart. Yeah. And yes, maybe later down the road, you do stuff for each other or work together or collaborate and whatever. But if you start off on the foot of, Hey, I see you're starting a new business like, let me get out on this. I you know, what, what can you do for me? It's never going to turn out like you want.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And, and yeah, you always have to think about like, you know, even if it doesn't turn into something that you get from them later on, like that's not really why you did it. Like you never know who you're going to come across in your life where like they could be the person that connects you Mm -hmm. with someone that changes Mm -hmm. your entire business so it's important just be like a genuine person and like get to know people on a personal level and Mm -hmm. like don't always think about you know what can this do for me later just think about you know I want to build relationships so that these people will actually get to know me and know my core values of my business and like that's Mm -hmm. why they think I'm a good person not you know, yes. about, it's not about my business, it's about me and, mm-hmm. you know, all that.
0: And that's where it is. It's not really about your business. It's about me or it's about, it's not really about, about their business. It's about them as a person, right? Yeah. Um, I cannot tell you how many people I work with now in producing like Dallas growing events or, you know, stuff with our website and this and that and people I've hired or whatever, because I knew someone else and I had a genuine relationship with them. And then when you do, you want each other to win. You want each other to succeed and move forward. And so there's no, it's not a tit for tat kind of thing. It's a, you have that, it it naturally occurs that you have that person on your mind. For example, um, one of my good, good friends who is now like my go-to photographer and we're super close. I, Would never have met her had I not like seen someone else tag her on Instagram. I reached out to her. We started working together, and then we now we've worked together for like two and a half years. And she sent me people that would be great for our business, and I've sent her people that would be great for her. And then now she wants to hire an assistant, and I'm like, I have tons of people that I know Mm -hmm. of that could be yours, you know. And so it's just this beautiful thing that's turned into a real friendship as well. And that is where. The magic happens, you know. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. We are sponsored by Planally. This holiday season, Planally is creating joy through helping entrepreneurs and small businesses drive sales in social media. Born in the belief that social marketing shouldn't be so complicated. Planoly has grown to the industry leading social marketing platform trusted by over 5 million users, including myself to visually plan schedule and measure performance across Instagram and Pinterest with its new addition. Sell it. Planoly allows businesses to turn any social media profile into a shoppable storefront with one single link. You guys, we've been users of Planoly for a long time. We use this for every one of our platforms online and it is incredible. It just makes your life so much easier. So visit planally.com. that's P L A N O L Y.com and use the code all caps, one word Dallas girl gang at checkout for a free month of planily and sell it planily simplify your social marketing. So the next piece is, you know, you've developed, you've honed in on your style, you've honed mm-hmm. in on your purpose and all those things, especially if we're talking about design centric businesses and creative businesses, you've developed those relationships as mm-hmm. you're getting started. Now let's develop your business. Tell us what that looks like. Um, okay.
1: Yes. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think it's really important to once you kind of figure out, you know, what's really making your business what it is like for us, we, it's all about those vendor partnerships that we have. Like our business is all basically referral based from other vendor partners that we have. And like, Mm -hmm. so we took that time in the beginning to develop those relationships so that now. you kind of have to follow through and make sure that those people that are referring you know you to others like you're doing a good job for all of those people no matter what so that they feel like they feel good about referring you to other people so um like we always are very intentional about who we work with and who we say yes to but also when we do just kind of like making sure we're always on point making sure we're always responding to everyone in a timely manner being respectful and being you know someone that everyone wants to work with like it's really important to do what you do but do it very well you know um, so I would say that's important, like to develop your business, just making sure you're, you know, fostering all of those different areas where you can and being your best at all times is important.
0: A hundred percent. You don't, especially when you are a a vendor of some kind. And this can be like anything from a website designer to really, if you are a service provider period, like if you're a coach, a yeah. designer, a graphic designer, a rental company, you know, um, something like yours where it's like, cre- you know, creatives and, and, and invitations and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. you know, you want your reputation to always be on the up and up and because yeah. people, especially like I keep going back to weddings because my sister's getting married soon. And so, you know, (laughs) we, when we're looking for people, we are not going to just go Google blah, 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 you know, um, florist in Dallas. No, uh, we're going to go into the archives of our friends and family and say, who do you know who has done a good job? Who did you have a good experience with for a fair price and a fair amount of time or whatever, and that's what people go on, especially yeah. when it comes to really important things like their business or a wedding or events and things like that. Um, you know, we, for example, this is, there's a prime example of this. When I got married five years ago, we used a florist who we kind of had heard about, but I think we just found her on somewhere. Yeah. It wasn't a huge referral to, to my recollection. I don't have the best Mm -hmm. memory, but that's what I remember. (laughs) Um, it was my first year of teaching and I was getting married and it was crazy. So I don't know if I'm making this up, but this is what I remember. (laughs) She was great and her work looked great. And then the day of like bouquets were great, you know, ceremony flowers were great. And then everybody started putting on their boutonnieres and they were falling apart. All Mm. of the moms, like mother of the bride, mother of the groom started putting on their corsages, started falling apart.
1: Oh, it was
0: chaos. I didn't know this until later, of course, because nobody told yes. me this was the last yes. thing I needed to hear. Exactly. And so we just, my mom had to like whip something up and everybody fixed it. And she was like, just pin it on and go, or, you know, whatever. And then later, you know, we ended up going back and, you know, saying, Hey, this kind of was a crap show. <laughs> and can we yeah. have some money back? Because we had to fix all this because she dropped it off and left. And... Oh. So it was a terrible experience. Yeah. And had we done our due diligence or had it been a true referral from several people we trusted, we probably wouldn't have gone with her. <laughs> we would have right. done some more research. Um, but that is how vital doing a good job is, right? Like yeah. investing the time to be a pleasure to work with, yep. to be a, an expert go to. And Mm to do a good job and require, if you have a team of people that work for you, require everybody to work at a level of excellency that is non-negotiable. You know, I wouldn't say be tyrannical about it, but (laughs) you know, we want to be a pleasure to work with at all times. Um, and that's why client testimonials and reviews and things like that are so important to building our business. We have to have that social proof that shows this is what all of these other people have said and are saying about what we do. Um yeah. it can really be the make or break factor of your business, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Um, well, the last piece is developing growth. So we've mm-hmm. laid the foundation of of where we're going, our direction, our visuals, things like that, our relationships, building those pieces into our business and now our growth.
1: Right. So um, I think once you kind of, you know, we've taken all these steps at this point to like develop our style, get where we want within the industry. And, you know, now for us, we're here, we're at a storefront. And, um, you, we want to expand beyond that. And we want to become even bigger than we are now. We want to become, you know, who, you know, we're known for what we do within our industry, but even beyond that. So um, I think it's important to always, like, make those goals and always be able to adapt to anything that's thrown at you. Like, this year, obviously, we've all had to deal with coronavirus and all that craziness, and everyone's had to kind of transition into a new, Phase as business owners, like we've all had to kind of figure out, okay, well, what does this mean for us as a business? And obviously, it's definitely hard because we have a storefront and we're not getting as many people in the door as we normally would. But um, we've taken the time to kind of figure out what we're going to do next and how we can grow and you know, become the next thing for our business? Like what's the next step for us? Um, So we're working on releasing like a semi-custom line to other stores so that we can kind of be sold everywhere and not just in our little CFW community. Um, So that's our big goal. But basically the point is, have have more goals like don't just let it in there like you know figure out what you want to do next and make it happen and because that's yeah. what we did you know in the beginning so you always have to have that mentality of like what else can I do like how mm-hmm. else can I make this grow like what's the what's next, the next step phase for me? yeah mm-hmm. yeah
0: so, and I think too you know people think about they look at you know, might be comparing themselves to other companies. So what would you say, you know, you know, my thought, my thought is some people might be thinking, well, I don't really care if I build my business to like a million dollar business and then sell it and whatever, maybe that's not their goal. Right. Right. What would you say to them? Like wondering what their next phase could be?
1: Yeah. Um, I would say. Probably if that's not your goal, then maybe focus on what you can do to streamline what you already have going and to make it more of like a passive income situation, you know, like figure out what you can do to where you would be able to take a step back and, and let everything run on its own. I mean, that's like... Somewhat of a goal for me, but then also at the same time, I'm the type of person that I probably could never like take a back seat from things. Like, I want to, yeah, just, I want to be in Always it. Be I in wanna it. Be, <laughs> yeah, like doing more, like I want to, you know, find more things for us to do and develop and grow and all of that, all of the things. So, yeah. Um, But I think it it would be nice for like those people who develop their side hustle into like a full-blown business now, like now your next step could be figuring out how to have someone else run it for you so that you can kind of take a backseat.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that is, I mean, it it all depends on what do you want and what is going to feel aligned to you. You know, I'm the type of person I can delegate and take a back seat and then do what I want and do the things that are going to move the needle for us. But Mm -hmm. that's, and I love that. Some people like you, it sounds like you're like, I want to be in it all the time or, you know, a certain amount. And then you put some other stuff on other people's plate and things like that. But it it has to do with what do you want, you know, and revisiting that every so often you know, so that, you know, okay, are we on the right track? I like to do this with our team like once a quarter and then definitely like at the end of the year or mid-year. Um, but absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, Katie, can you tell us where can we find you online? Um, what do you
1: guys have coming up with anything, all the things? Um, well, we are mostly on Instagram. I'd say that's where we post the most. If you want to see like the latest things that we're doing, we're on Instagram, uh, at lane love paper co and, um, obviously we're at our storefront. We're doing, you know, by appointment only right now, if you want to come and look at invitations, um, and set up an appointment. Uh, and then what we're working on right now, we're about to roll out some really fun holiday cards that are kind of interactive holidays. yeah so we're not gonna keep it like traditional with just a regular card we're gonna do some fun like pop out cards you can like have an ornament popped out of it and you know you can pull a tab and see it light up and like all these fun things so that's what it. we're rolling out next
0: so fun all right well thank you so much for joining us today i think this was super helpful and just like Good. simple and applicable Um, but we really appreciate your time and coming on the girl getting podcast today. Thanks so much, Katie.
1: Yeah. Thanks for having me.